Coming up on today's Expedition Retirement, have you ever wondered how much do I have to save to retire? Wall Street's answer will probably shock you. What can we learn from people who are actually in retirement before we get to retirement? And the history of the stock market statistically is pretty good, so why don't we use it more? All that coming up on today's Expedition Retirement. This is Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler from Golden Reserve. We think of retirement as a mountain, right? You work your way up the mountain, you save, you work hard, and you have a certain advice that gets you to the top. But when you get to the top, everything changes. Climbing that mountain to retirement is only the first step. Do you have what you need to get down Retirement Mountain? Hello again. Welcome to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler at Golden Reserve. My name is Randy Cook. We are here each week to talk a little bit about that thing called retirement. One of these days, you're going to walk away from work. You're going to say, I'm done. Hang up your cleats. Get away from the cubicle. Whatever you do. And you're going to say, all this that I've done my whole life and saved and thrown money in a 401k, how is this going to power the next 20, 25, 30 years of my life? That's what this show is all about, to tell you what you're in for. And Greg Ayler's the guy who kind of guides you through it. How are you doing today, my friend? Pretty good, Randy. I uh, I just had a week-long quasi-family, quasi-business trip, I guess. We were in Hawaii. Nice. I took all uh, the three kiddos and the wife and, you know, got some sun and the beach. And, you know, all the, uh, the listeners would have to laugh because uh, – the guy that wrote the book, Fire Your Financial Advisor, was around about 250 <laughs> financial advisors. <laughs> so there were times in the pool where I had to watch my back. I was wondering if they're going to try to take me out, Randy. But um, it, it was interesting to hear. I, I, most of them probably hadn't read the book, thank goodness. Right. But, um, you know, a handful of them did. I, did. I got some dirty looks. I'm pretty sure there's a couple people that knew who I was. Yeah. But going to these conferences, it's always interesting to hear where people think, you know, the world's going, where, you know, went and talked to a lot of insurance carriers about, you know, the new conservative investment options and, and spent a lot of time, you know, just talking to other advisors of what their clients across the United States are seeing and what they're hearing. And that, of course, is very valuable. Right. So that's one of the things that we talk about here on the show a lot is what to expect and how to deal with it. And that's actually where we're going to start today. So I'm watching a little Fox business. There's a guy on at night. His name is Charles Payne. He'll talk about retirement actually more than a lot of the other people do on Fox business. And he was going through all of these audio clips of Wall Street big names and saying, you know, recession and market crash and all this kind of stuff. And at the very end of it, he had this to say. It's weird, right, to know there's probably more optimism at a local trailer park than there is among the private jets, masters of the universe crowd. Just something to ponder. Something to ponder. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. So he's basically saying what's big deal to those guys might not necessarily be a big deal to you. And Greg, according to the way you talk on the show all the time, the system that they built for them is not necessarily working for you. Yeah, I mean, I think the heydays coming to an end, right? You know, this once in a lifetime bull run of 12 years of everyone making money, no matter what they did or how poor a business was ran is kind of starting to dry up. And, and we're seeing it here little by little. There's new stories, the bank closures, you're seeing stock drop, you're seeing, you know, a lot of layoffs that aren't, you know, being highly publicized. And I think the people in Wall Street are, are noticing this. And mm -hmm. I think they're saying, oh, shoot, um, if you're familiar with the deal market, when people say the deal market, that's the, you know, private equity and venture capital companies that buy companies. And that market has basically come to a standstill, mm -hmm. right? Like, you know, over the last six months, since obviously interest rates have gone up and people have had some, you know, more bearish view of the market, um, deals aren't getting done like they were getting done over the last 10 years. So th that's another thing that probably is raising an eyebrow. Um, there's not as much action out there. And when there's not as much action, there's not as much opportunity. Um, so I, I think the, the, the multimillionaires and the private jet plane folks are saying, oh, man, uh, we may not be able to make 10% this year, or or we may not be able to buy our 15th uh, home in Italy. Whereas I think the everyday retirees are taking a different approach. They're saying, oh my gosh, I don't have to pay the ponies anymore. I don't have to worry about the stock market because I can get 5% from, you know, an investment that I couldn't get, you know, three years ago mm -hmm. because interest rates go up. And I mm -hmm. think there's some you know, different lifestyles and different needs and different ways people view money. And, and when you talk to, you know, the other 95 percenters, what I like to call me, the people that have less than two and a half million dollars of investments, you know, their needs are different. Yeah. They're not worried about jet fuel. <laughs> they're not worried about filling up their yacht. You know, the, you know, they're worried about, you know, practical things that 95 percent of Americans are worried about. And when you have a conservative 
wealth accumulation option available to you that wasn't there before, it's kind of exciting, right? Like you, you can go to your bank, money market, CDs, annuities, uh, fixed index annuities, all kinds of things that really weren't in the conversation for 10 years for a lot of people because they just couldn't get enough return out of them or guarantee out of them to justify some of the lost upside. Well, now there may not be any lost upside. You're just losing downside, which sounds like a win-win. Yeah. Uh, if you're foregoing possible losses to get conservative growth, that's exciting. And, and that's what we've been getting a lot of questions about, right? Everybody and their, and their aunts, their uncles, their cousins, everybody's talking to everybody about where do you put your money? Should I put it in a bank? Should I put it in a CD? Uh, what about bonds? What about, you know, what about annuities? And it's an exciting time. And, you know, all those could be the right answer, right? You know, it depends on your goals, what you're looking for. But for the first time ever, you know, the stock market isn't the primary option because I think people are scratching their head and saying, how much more dumb money can DC put into the market to save us? And I think the with the debt ceiling and all these things that are going on, and we're seeing a little bit slowing down of of the dumb money going in, which is really just government money, you know, subsidizing the economy. I think most people, no matter who you are, you know, from an economic standpoint, realize the stock market really hasn't followed really normal business trends the last four or five years because of the amount of cash being kind of thrown into it. It kind of throws everything out of whack. And back when business principles actually, you know, kind of wrote, wrote today, there's a lot of bad signs out there, you know, when it comes to layoffs and, and, and inflation and, and, and other things where you'd think you'd see it, you know, another loss coming. And who knows? I'm not going to sit here and tell you that there's another loss coming or there is another loss coming. But I do know that things don't feel great right now, Randy. I don't, a lot of people don't probably say, hey, we got it all figured out. Now we're on the road to recovery. I mean, I haven't seen that news article. Have right. you? So that might be one of the questions that you have is how much of my money should I actually have, as Greg would say, on the ponies in that stock market? And here's what Wall Street will show you. Overall, over the history of the stock market, it actually does very well. Here's a couple of numbers for you. A hundred years worth of stock market history. Returns are positive 73% of the time and negative 27% of the time. So basically three quarters of the time when you put money in the stock market, it's going to go up. And then there's that one quarter of the time when it's going to go down. So you go, well, that seems like a good place for my money. So, Greg, how do you answer that particular argument? You know, those statistics can be misleading. Numbers can be tricky and can be manipulated. And what I'll tell people is, you know, that is over 100 years. Mm -hmm. Do you have 100 years in your retirement? Nope. Hmm, interesting, because if, if you take 100 years, yeah, sure. That, that sounds that that logic is sound. But what people don't realize is, you know, over the last 30 years, if you retired in 1999, mm -hmm. if you retired in 2008, if you retired in 2021, mm -hmm. you know, you had a pretty bad day. Yeah. And when you lose a quarter, like, you, you know, 25% like you did last year in 2022, if you lost, you know, 50% in 2008, nine, or, you know, some people in the NASDAQ lost as much as 75% back in the dot-com, you know, kind of explosion, you never make that back. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the timing aspect that is lost on folks is, you know, retirees have about 20, 25 years of spending years for their money to obviously keep it protected and keep it rolling. And if you jump in the pool when the water's going out, when the drain's not plugged, mm -hmm. it's really hard to get back on track. And then you have to ask yourself, is it a return that I'm looking for? Or is it a comfort level that I can do everything I want? And when we sit down and talk to people, it's always the latter. And for some reason, when we don't, you know, jump in and embrace that kind of mentality of, I just want to have enough money to do everything I want to do in retirement, then returns don't really matter, do they? I mean, I hate to say that. I hate to be the financial guy that says returns don't matter. I'm going to get crucified. But at the end of the way, do they? Does 2% matter if you could lose 20%? Mm. And these are the things that I think get lost because the industry is so focused on having you obsessed about a return because that's the only way they get paid. If your money's not in the stock market, they can't charge you 1%. So if they have you obsessed about the arbitrariness of returns where a goalpost just keeps moving back and back and back, no matter how many gains you have, it's never enough, well, then they can keep getting paid forever. 
And if you spend your money, they take a pay cut. And if you put your money in safe investments, they take a pay cut. So shocker, they're always going to say something about you need your money working for you or you need to have the cost of inflation or the cost of living. Is your money working enough that you can't outpace this? And it's just all rhetoric. At the end of the day, it's about doing what you want in retirement. If you do the math and we do that for you, right? You know, part of this experience, Randy, is every one of our clients get a roadmap for retirement that has a market flashlight. And that market flashlight will show you exactly what is at risk, what but not only that, but how many in real dollars will go backwards if a 2008-9 happened again, if a 2022 happened again? That's a very important way to look at your money is are you comfortable losing that much? And if the answer is no, then we show you how to recalibrate it. And then we take it a step further with our income tent showing you not only you know what's at risk, but hey, here's how much you spent last year. Here's how much you gained last year. And let's project this out over the, your entire retirement, 20, 25 years. And oh, guess what? You'll have $487,000 with 0% growth. And they're like, what? You're like, yes, you could actually not grow your money at all and never run out of money as long as you have it protected from market crashes, long-term care costs, Uncle Sam, excessive fees. So as long as you take care of these simple you know, pillars that we focus on with every roadmap for retirement, you know, it gets pretty simple. The math is easy. We're just going to project out whatever you're actually spending and show you, hey, well, this is with 0% growth. And we show you, hey, 5% growth. Look at how much it'll be. Oh my gosh, it'll be $700,000. You can spend more. This is a completely new concept to them. I know it sounds ridiculous, but spending your money should be the goal of retirement. I've heard the uh, the term stock market amnesia, and I think that the the financial industry is counting on you forgetting the pain of 2008 and forgetting the pain of COVID because it came back so quick. And they don't want you to think that that market will do that kind of thing. So they show you things like this. We're up 75% of the time and down 25% of the time. That's what they're going to tell you. But what if your retirement starts out with a market that goes down 20, 25%. It's hard to recover from that. That's what we do. And that's what we guard against with the market flashlight. Give us a look on our website, getyourroadmap.com. There's a place there where we're going to ask you for a little information. Our team will reach out to you and we'll sit down and have a meeting about this. If you're uncomfortable with what's going on on the economy and the stock market and losing money, and who isn't, Let's sit down and build a plan for that. That's what we do at Golden Reserve. Market risk, taxes, fees, long-term care, the things that you're going to deal with in your retirement, not Wall Street. Here's our number, 855-546-2074. 855-546-2074. Take a break, and when we come back, one of the big questions people want to know is, Greg, how much do I need to save for retirement? What's Just give me a number. The number that's out there and the numbers that are out there are pretty crazy. And we're going to talk more about that coming up next on Expedition Retirement. After 30 years of working and worrying, are you still worrying about losing money in retirement? You've earned the right for your retirement and investments to be predictable and, quite frankly, boring. While your life with friends and family should be the exciting part, we see folks using the same financial advisor that got them to retirement in retirement. The problem is that same advisor usually means the same risky and overly expensive investments too, with fees. You need to know what accounts can go backwards and by how much. That's why we run a market flashlight for every retiree we meet. It shows what's at risk and what that means in real dollars when the market crashes again. That way you decide how much is at risk, not your financial advisor. To learn more about our market flashlight and other retirement tools and how we can protect and guide you down Retirement Mountain, go to GetYourRoadmap.com. That's GetYourRoadmap.com. Welcome back to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler at Golden Reserve. Online, you can find us at GetYourRoadmap.com. If it's time to talk about your retirement, we're here to listen. We're here to help at Golden Reserve. Again, GetYourRoadmap.com. So I'm looking on Yahoo Finance this week, and it is just littered with stories about people wondering if they have enough for retirement. And here's some of the headlines. Is $4 million enough to retire at 55? How can I retire comfortably at 65 with $4 million? Or is $6 million enough to comfortably retire at 65? At which I looked at this and I went, 
who are these people? I, don't, I have no idea who they are. Greg, why do these numbers keep going up? I remember I've been doing these shows for 10 years, and I remember it was a million, a million two, a million four, a million eight. And now all of a sudden I'm seeing stories with 4 million, 5 million, 6 million. And is that enough? Why are we seeing stories like this? Because the financial industry is getting greedy. <laughs> they're just getting, they're just getting greedy. It's gross. No, I mean, they're just running out of things to talk about. Yeah. I mean, let's break this down and, and talk about what it really is. If you don't have any value in terms of the services you provide, and all you can do is hope that people keep putting money on the blackjack table. And we hope that the dealer keeps busting. Mm. And if we can't really do anything other than guess with the other folks sitting around the table, all you can do is rely on hyperbole. You can rely on, you know, exaggeration. You can rely on, you know, stories with made up numbers. I mean, the every 95% of Americans, you know, out there, you know, all have less than, you know, two million dollars mm -hmm. of investable assets and the, the the majority of them the average actually believe it or not i want to say something like 94 percent of them have less than a million dollars so what are they talking who are they talking about here where are these numbers coming from who has four or five million dollars the answer is very few people yeah very few people have that kind of investment so don't feel bad if you're hearing that saying oh my gosh i'm behind and that's one I, of the things greg that i think are dangerous about these stories it's such a huge disservice because somebody's going to look at that even if it said 1.5 million and say well obviously i can't retire i need to keep working and then somebody works and works and works until they get to this number or they never make it and they don't want to retire and then they have a heart attack or they get cancer and they could have retired five years ago it's 100 percent right i mean shame on them i mean it's disgusting right it's disgusting that people are playing that game to keep their money in the market, you know, the IRAs have big lobbying power. So they love people keeping the money into that 401k system where they can keep getting their hidden fees. I mean, shame on government, shame on the DOL, shame on a lot of people that aren't looking out for retirees. I mean, that's why I wrote the book, Fire Your Financial Advisor, Randy. I mean, obviously, you know, that was our battle cry all along is just the complete exploitation of most retirees out there because no one knows better. I mean, you just kind of hope that the world's not completely full of wolves and that you can actually trust someone. And I don't think that every financial advisor is evil, but I do think the system is. The system is built to keep your money at risk so they can maximize their 1% fee. And when I really break this down and think about what's the right number, I mean, we build what we call an income tent. It's, it's very simple. We'd see what you spend, what income you have, what debt you have. We put some placeholders for travel, some placeholders for health care, and then we project it out 25 years. And we show you, hey, here's how much money's left. And you'd be shocked that if you just assume something like a 3 or 5% return, almost nobody ever runs out of money. Wow. Ever. Ever project. And that's 25 years of assuming that you spend the same amount. And we all know that's not going to be true. Financial advisors lie, right? Like they just lie. Because there's no way that someone in their 80s and 90s is spending the same amount as someone in their 60s and 70s. It's just, it's just not happening. Mm -hmm. And that's something that, you know, your spending goes down because your traveling goes down. You do less, you buy less, you spend less. And, and that's just how aging works. It's just a gig, but yet no one discounts it when they're projecting out these models. So you are, you know, in a position, if we really just break down the numbers, like sometimes the, the most easy thing to do is grab a calculator. And just grab a calculator and be like, how much do we spend, honey? You know, let's go through this. Let's just break down some math. Like, we, we did all right. You know, we, we saved some money, and we like to go on vacation. So let's, let's put $20,000 for vacation, you know, a year and, and fun stuff. And then our Social Security covers all of our utilities. So we don't have to worry about that. We paid off our house and our cars. But, you know, let's put some other fun stuff and some holds. And, and, and even if they're only spending, let's say, you know, at $100,000, Randy, you know, assuming, you know, at the end of the day, that would be a that would be a big spend. If you're spending one hundred thousand nice dollars, yeah. you know, you're still not even getting close over the course of retirement and, and assuming some returns. You know, let's say a moderate five percent return. You're probably you know, you're going out to, 20, you know, with one point five million probably would last you about 20 years. Mm -hmm. And that's if you're spending one hundred thousand dollars a year on top of your income. Yeah. And I think if people are like, I would never spend that much. You were like, exactly. Mm hmm. Exactly. Or if you did spend it one year, you might not spend that much the next year. I mean, you do what you did. You know, that's what drives me so crazy is that people live their whole life without a babysitter, right? You, some years were tight. Some years you had some extra money. 
And depending on what you did, you'd change your lifestyle a little bit. And I think that's kind of the ironic part of all this is for some reason, these full grown adults that make it to retirement are now kind of told that they aren't responsible enough to like do some simple math. You know, it doesn't require a financial guru to understand spending. Like, it's just like, well, you know, we had a big year last year. We had a couple weddings and, you know, we had some, you know, excessive travel. Maybe the, the next year we're going to, you know, cut back on a couple things. And that's just being a grown up. Like, and, and I don't understand why, you know, we don't take a more practical approach to retirement. We don't have to have the whole thing baked in the first year of how you're going to live retirement. It's iterative. Things change. You may decide that you don't like Florida. <laughs> it's too hot. Yeah. And you want to spend more time, get into your grandkids kind of stuff and sports and all that fun jazz. So, you know, when we sit down with people, that's why our retirement tent, that's part of every roadmap, Randy, we update it every year because we know your spending can change every year. And we do it based on your returns and everything. And every year it gets updated. And it really is just your permission slip to make sure you know where you stand projecting out conservative returns for the rest of your life. And you can feel good because we want you to spend your money. And at the end of the day, the financial industry doesn't want you to spend your money, Randy. And, and that's the sad, sad truth. We've beat that drum so hard that they don't want you to spend your money because they take a pay cut. If you spend your money and you're paying your advisor 1% or more, they take a pay cut every time you enjoy your money. And to say that's not a conflict of interest is impossible. Well, don't let Wall Street and these articles that we bring to the table scare you and say, oh, I can't retire unless I have 1.5 million or 2 million or 4 million, whatever. Don't let that scare you. Come on in and let's do the math on what you've saved. I'll bet you've done a great job and you might be shocked, surprised and really happy to find out you can have a great retirement on what you've saved. The only thing you need to do is have somebody do the math on it. And that's what we do at Golden Reserve. Give us a look at our website, getyourroadmap.com. Getyourroadmap.com. We'll ask you to fill in a little information there, and our team will reach out to you. Or you can give us a call at 855-546-2074. 855-546-2074. All right, so, Greg, we're getting to the end of basketball season here, Miami and Denver, and it's been kind of interesting over the last couple of weeks. Anytime any season ends, coaches get fired and players retire. And when Carmelo Anthony got knocked out of the playoffs, he said, that's done. I'm done. I, I'm, I'm retiring. Even LeBron James with the Lakers, when they got knocked out, LeBron James was a little bit iffy. I have to, you know, kind of focus on what I want to do in the future. I'm not exactly sure what I want to do. He might retire. So people come to you and they wonder if they can retire. And they are kind of looking for you to give them the thumbs up if the money's right. So if you do that and you give them the thumbs up, do people usually retire then or do they stay at work for a little while? Or how do you see people making that decision if they're kind of struggling with it? Well, you know, it starts with just kind of doing some math, mm -hmm. right? You know, there's the math component, then there's the emotional component. You know, the math component is actually the easy part. Um, you know, when you sit down with, a, a you know, a, someone that's still working and maybe saying, hey, I'm, I'm in my mid 50s or maybe my late 50s or early 60s. And I'm thinking about hanging up to the hard hat. You know, we, we start to crunch some numbers for them. You know, hey, what do you want to do in retirement? What are your expectations? And, you know, nine times out of 10, Randy, most people financially can retire. Mm -hmm. I think the next part is like emotionally letting go is, is a big part that, that is harder than most people think because what am I going to do now? Yeah. You know, a lot of folks, I've been working for 30, 35 years. What do I do now? What, 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 how do I attack retirement? What are the things I focus on? Why do I, how do I get the most out of it? How do I enjoy retirement? And I think that could be scary too. So, when we sit down with folks, I, I think most people, you know, there's some people that also, you know, I hate to say this, but they probably get too aggressive. You know, there's someone in, in Ohio that we know that probably forces people to take pensions, you know, particularly from places like Honda too early, mm. um, you know, take the lump sum. And, and then all of a sudden they forget that, oh, shoot, I got to pay for my own health care. Oh, shoot, I've got to do some other things. You know, I have Medicare doesn't kick on. And, and they don't factor that in because they're so greedy that they want to get, you know, the big lump sum payment so they can start managing that money or sell them annuity or something that they forget to do what's in the best interest of the client. So you, there is a fine line where it may be too early to pull the ripcord. Mm -hmm. And I think you just need to have some people that you trust that break the number and do the math out for you. Like, hey, here's here's your health care cost. You may have to put a couple more years in. Or, hey, here's what you're saying you want to do in retirement that may not be feasible with what you have now in your savings. And when you start to hear things like that, you know, ironically, they probably like, well, I don't want to work with that person. <laughs> and, and that's probably, you know, the opposite of, you know, when someone's candid and honest, 
you know, that's the kind of person that you probably do want to work with, right? Mm-hmm. You know, those are the kind of people that you, that you want to be in your corner that say, hey, you know what? Uh, we probably should cut the spending a little bit. Or, hey, you know, if you don't want to run out of money, you know, in, in your fourth year of retirement, you probably need to pump the brakes or you need to work a little longer. And I find that I can only share the numbers we know. You know, most people retire with, you know, in, in our world, you know, when we work with people with between 250000 and $2.5 million, Randy. And I'd say that our average retiree last year had about $800,000 of investables. And that's give or take, right? I mean, we had some people that had five million, you know, roughly we had, you have some big clients that have five million that really like our services. And then you have some people that have a lot less. And, uh, you know, a lot of most, like I said, our average is around 800,000. So most people were in that half a million to million range, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that, that feels to be the the sweet spot when people usually pull the ripcord in Ohio. And, you know, it, Ohio's got some, you know, we're pretty fortunate. You know, it's, it's very affordable to retire in Ohio. You know, it's not like I just, I told you I went to Hawaii. I mean, goodness gracious. If you're retiring in Hawaii, you may have to work longer. <laughs> um, it's it is like $6 for a cup of coffee. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, you know, you know, you're not, you're not getting out of a lunch, you know, for less than 50 bucks. Yeah. Um, and that's just, that's probably just a tuna fish sandwich. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not even the fancy stuff. So, you know, things are, you know, definitely driven with where you want to be and what things cost. But I do want people to, to be empowered to not be scared into being in a position where they have to take on more risk. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what gets missed. Sometimes people say, oh, you have enough to retire, but we got to make your money work for you. Well, you know, maybe I don't want to retire early and hope that the blackjack dealer busts for three years. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like that doesn't seem like a very good angle in retirement. And that's what makes me nervous is when people say, oh, yeah, you can retire, but we have to, we have, to have your money working for you. It kind of feels like an oxymoron. I would want to say, so if someone says you're okay to retire, your response should be, so I could be in all conservative investments and still do everything I want to do. Oh, well, well, wait a second, Mm. because that's what I would want my analysis done on. I'd want to make sure that I could have my money in principal protected investments and not have to worry about them. And I want to do everything I want in retirement. Can we still do that? And can I still retire? If the answer is still yes, then I'm feeling pretty darn good. I like the word empowered. That's a great word because, you know, my wife is a a little bit older than me and she can get to, you know, Social Security age and Medicare age and all that before me. But she is a hard charger and she is very, very uh, connected to what she does for a living. That's her identity. And and she doesn't want to retire. And I get that. But if somebody were to show her that she could retire, I wonder if that would change her attitude a little bit, you know, and I, I think that does with a lot of people. Well, Randy, ever give me a call? I get you because I know for you it's about getting more, a couple more rounds of golf. In. There you go. That's exactly yeah. right. Once we get that domino to fall, we know that you're getting close to you know getting that uh, eighteen in a day dream. There it is. There it is, right there. Yeah, we went. We we don't go anywhere together hardly at all. But we went on a business trip for her, so she worked and I golfed. And I go, I like this arrangement. This is nice. <laughs> all right, if you want to have an arrangement like that, well, you got to work that out with the spouse. But we can help you with the math, and let's do that. Maybe give you permission to retire when you want to. You want to keep going? Okay. You want to walk away today? Okay. Let's see if we can do the math on all of it. Give us a look on the website, getyourroadmap.com. We'll build you a roadmap for retirement. Getyourroadmap.com. We'll ask you to fill in a little information there. Our team will reach out to you. Let's get a, a meeting together, put the papers out on the table and see what we find. You can also give us a call at 855-546-2074. 2074. We'll take a break. When we come back, what can we learn from people who are in retirement? What we expect retirement to be and what retirement actually is? Are they two different things and why? That's coming up next on Expedition Retirement. All right, here's just a couple of questions for you. Are you retired or are you getting close to it? Are you nervous about running out of money? Do you have a plan for taxes and long-term care? And do you know how much you're paying your financial advisor? These are all good questions. Most of us don't know the answers to them. And that is why Greg Ayler at Golden Reserve has written his Amazon bestseller, Fire Your Financial Advisor, 40 years of exploitation of the American retiree and how you can fight back. Greg, why are you picking a fight with one of the world's biggest industries? <laughs> I don't know, Randy. I guess I wrote it for folks like my mom and dad and people just like them, right? They weren't multimillionaires. They were the other 95 percenters 
years that had to work, earn, and really save every penny. And, you know, the book really is a history lesson on how the financial industry took advantage of folks like them in retirement and how we can now fix it. And the book provides you with some materials to really help put those emotions aside and figure out, Randy, if you should fire your financial advisor. Well, there is another way, and Greg has outlined it in his book. Go to fireyourfinancialadvisor.com. We're going to give you a deal right now. If you use the promo code RADIO and you're one of the first 100 people to do this, you'll get 50% off your purchase. So go there right now, fireyourfinancialadvisor.com. Welcome back to Expedition Retirement. Coming up on this half hour, another author on board with Greg's new book, Fire Your Financial Advisor. Money rules that are made to be broken. And Greg, you've got your T-shirt on today. I got to ask you about it. It says, be a sheepdog. Okay, talk to me about the whole sheepdog thing at Golden Reserve. Oh, man, we love it. You know, at first, I think people kind of get a little confused. when We say, hey, there's this uh, big puffball that's larger than life. You know, your dog, you can't see its eyes. It's, you know, the old English sheepdog, you know, is, is out there. How, why, why do you guys call yourself that? Why is this fluff ball, you know, synonymous or a metaphor you use for your retirement planners? And, you know, I, I always kind of smile because I feel like it's the perfect question because I can't wait to tell them. You know, I, I almost get chills <laughs> because if you think of a sheepdog from the moment it's born, its purpose in life is to keep people together and keep them safe. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a herder. And I, not coincidentally, I have had three sheepdogs. I have one now and they are not comfortable unless we're all in the same room. They will pace back and forth. They will get to a position where they're in the equal distance between all of us. And that is just how the dog's bred. And it's, a, you know, it wants to make sure that everyone is together and it's, you know, it, it's safe and, and it guides in the wild. It shows the sheep where to go. It keeps them on track. It keeps them on the trails and, you know, not so coincidentally, it also fights off the wolves, Randy. Mm -hmm. And we take that very seriously. When we talk about the financial wolves of the industry, all those financial advisors out there charging 1% or 1.5% or 1.75% or and, and taking on people's you know life savings and putting them all at risk, we consider those the wolves. And being a sheepdog is very dear to our heart because our retirement planners are out there you know, fighting and, and trying to guide and protect our clients' life savings. And, and, and it just makes sense for us to then kind of embody that persona of like, you know, from the moment we, we, we take on a client, we're there to guide them through retirement. And it feels good. It feels good to say, hey, we're, we're the sheepdogs of retirement. We fight off the wolves and we guide you and protect you through the rainy storms, through the sunny days, the peaks, the valleys, you know, it, and, and we're not going to leave your side. We're going to walk retirement with you. And, and there's just so many great ways to make that kind of sticky. And, and, and I think the clients really start to embrace it too. You know, they want a sheepdog in their life. You know, not only are they obviously fluffy and fun, but you know, they can also be that consistent partner that you know is going to be by your side. And I think that is how we want people to view us. It's a different kind of relationship. We're not going to be, you know, the cheesy, you know, fancy shirt <laughs> chip from, you know, the, the local <laughs> wirehouse that's taking you out to breakfasts and has the, you know, the, the fancy watches and, and, and uses all the big graphs. No, we're going to be the you know, the, the sheepdog, it does the dirty work. We're going to be there that, you know, when you need us most, when, you know, a loved one gets sick, we're going to be there with our elder law attorneys. When a loved one passes, we'll be there with our state planning attorneys. You know, when, when we have tax questions, we'll be there with our CPA, you know, team, you know, we, we do the dirty work. We're going to walk that with you. And I, I think there's something to be said with that. When you walk it with your clients, as opposed to just handing out business cards, you know, that's something we take seriously, Randy. I mean, we, we take it so seriously, we control all three, right? We, we control mm -hmm. our own law firm our own CPA firm and our own financial company. We do that so that they're all in the same hallway. So when you, life comes knocking, um, you know, we don't have to just hand you a bunch of business cards and say, call, you know, you know, Chip or Bill or, or Susie and they'll take care of you. And then they don't really know what happens. You know, we want to control that whole experience. And I think part of that, you know, entire persona is what makes us, you know, special and different than most financial guides in the industry. And that is exactly one of the things we do on the show every single week is to show you how Greg and the team at Golden Reserve are different than others. And you will probably find out there that there's going to be some very transactional people in the financial industry. You walk in, you say, I'm looking for this. They have a product that will fill that need. You buy that product. You go on your way. It's set it and forget it. And that's not somebody who's walking this walk with you, like what Greg is talking about. It's, it's classic financial industry. So what we want to do is have somebody who's going to keep you on that path, who's going to check with you, who's going to walk that with you. 
That's what it is at Golden Reserve. Give us a look on our website, getyourroadmap.com. If you're ready to start talking about how your retirement's going to work, we're ready to help. Getyourroadmap.com. All right, so Greg has written a book called Fire Your Financial Advisor. And as he was hanging out with financial advisors over the last week, that went over real well. But uh, I found somebody who actually probably is on the same page with you. As I was looking through, you know, Fire Your Financial Advisor, it said you might also like this. And the name of the book was Killing Sacred Cows. And then I said, hey, Greg, have you seen this? He goes, yeah, I know the guy that wrote it. So tell me about this. So now do I know the guy that wrote it? Um, Randy, you met him too. He I, was yeah. uh, he he was uh, he was at my house. Garrett Gunderson is a uh, is a great guy and uh, wrote Killing Sacred Cows because I think he had a lot of the same experience we did with Wall Street. You know, he he wasn't buying what they were selling. You know, some of the quips that he he continued to bring up is that the four hundred one k and stock market are the risky investments for most people. Yet, you know, conventional retirement planning advice, products, and strategies expose you to a significant danger of running out of money. He also touches on the high risk of returns as a destructive dogma. And, you know, he kind of closes with building net worth is a recipe for creating a life of fear and poverty. And, you know, this just, you know, we met in South Carolina about two years ago, and neither of us knew what we did for a living, and neither of us knew that we wrote a book. <laughs> and we started talking, and then he started saying some things that I was like, did he read my book? And, and then I think, you know, Garrett was like, did he read my book? And we thought <laughs> we were kind of copying each other. And then all of a sudden, we realized we both were in the industry and just really, you know, hit it off off that, you know, passion to help people. And I think that was his, his whole driving force was, you know, this isn't right. This isn't the way we were raised. We need to do something better. And he was on a different part of the U.S. doing what we're doing here in Ohio. And it was fun. And, you know, Garrett was very successful with his model and ended up selling his company. And now, believe it or not, is working on being a stand-up comedian and, and keynote speaker. And, and, you know, we had him do a stand-up comedy show based on finance. I know, what a hoot, right? Comedy and finance. It was you know? funny. It was good. Uh, um, but uh, he uh, he's a clever guy and dynamic. So if you haven't had a chance, I'd, I'd, I'd recommend picking up Killing Sacred Cows. Um, his new book just came out, too. It's called Money Unmasked. Mm -hmm. um, he sent me an early edition before it went live. I think it's I think it's available now. So if not, you can be on the waiting list. But Money Unmasked is another a great read you know if, if people like financial literature you know there's obviously you know people always ask what should i read rich dad poor dad is probably the most famous you know retirement planning book that's ever been written it's a it's a, it's a great read i'd recommend it i agree it's a a very you know strong and easy to digest i love psychology of money is another great read randy that you know people ask you know some of my favorites uh, the, the, those are a handful that I always tell people, you know, they're easy reads, they're fun to read, and they're also aligned with our philosophy of trying to think of financial, you know, you know, planning a little differently, think of retirement planning a little differently. And all of them have their own little kind of spin on, on why the industry doesn't work. And, and I think that's the reoccurring theme is that the industry doesn't work, Randy. And yet it's still a trillion dollar industry that most people are in. So that first statement that you made of those lists there the 401k and the stock market are the riskiest investments for most people. That's where we have most of our money, Greg. They it's told us. Yeah. It truly is unbelievable. Here's where you should put your money. Oh, by the way, it's the riskiest thing you can possibly do. And that's not how they pitched it to us because I was there when they pitched it. They said, you know, pensions are going away. I didn't have a pension when I was 19, 20, 25 years old. And so they said, here is the replacement for the pension. It's called a 401k. Put your money here. You are the master of your domain. Now you make the decisions on where your money goes. You have control. That's how they pitched it to me. But according to this, it's the riskiest place I can put my money. He's not wrong. Mm -hmm. That goes back to what we talk about on this show is it's how they make their money. Yeah. You know, I sat there and I don't want to get into the details, but we were listening to a series of different financial people speak. And one gentleman was up there trying to convince everyone that <laughs> that the market was going to bounce back soon. And it was like, oh, you know, you have the crystal ball, buddy. And it was almost like you almost felt bad for him because, you know, if it, no one knows when the market's going to go up and go down with any degree of certainty. And, and that's a scary thing. And when retirement planners start talking in terms of market timing, I would run. Or they talk about, well, you know, in past performance, uh, you know, it's statistically, you know, fact, the past has never 
repeated itself in the financial industry ever, <laughs> ever. And they, they look for trends. And the only trend is that the world continues to change in ways we don't understand. So you're saying there is no market history. There, <laughs> is, no market, there is no market history. <laughs> there is no market history except for America continues to grow. So our stock market and GDP continues to grow. So obviously the stock market's been, you know, following that trend of a growing economy. Mm-hmm. And those are the only things that we can really hope for. And, you know, the people that say that they can time the market or pick the winners, you know, are lying. Yeah. It's never been done. So Greg has got a book called Fire Your Financial Advisor. And we talk about it every week here on the show because it really is the basis, the pillars for what we talk about here on this show. And industry has been built for them And they say it's being built for you, but it's not necessarily the case. So, Greg, we're getting a lot of great reviews on your book. It's been out for a couple of months now, and it's just a completely different look. And the people who read the book, they either go, yeah, this is what I've been feeling, or I had no idea, and I'm in this system. I got to get out. You know, it's been fun, Randy. It really has uh, seeing everybody make comments and and, and kind of add to, you know, fuel to the fire here because that was the whole idea was to make a book that was readable. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not a heavy jargon, financial terms, overwhelming, non-approachable book. It's a very approachable book. I mean, think of the the titles are called The Big Bang Theory, The Hot Dog Stand, uh, The Last Dance, The Villain. Those are just to name a few to make, you know, the reader very engaged in understanding as what was going on, what 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 is happening out there in the world and, and, and how do we get in this freaking mess? And it's not rocket science. When a few people control the majority of the information, everyone else is about to get a really bad deal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and that's really what the book's about. Everybody got a bad deal. They yanked the pension away. And they convinced everybody that they wanted control over their own retirement through this 401k IRA thing. And then they didn't give any information. And then they gave all the information to Wall Street. And Wall Street was like, what should we charge them? And they're like, they won't. They don't know. Yeah. Why, we'd charge them whatever we want. And they did. You know, they charged everybody whatever they wanted for the last 40 years, you know, until the Internet in 2000. I mean, how would you get access to any of this information, Randy? Think about it. You know, in the 80s, there's three freaking TV channels. Right. You know, so so w- where were people going to look for help and guidance? And the answer was there was nowhere. So, you know, it was the heyday. It was the heyday of all heydays of, of ripping off middle class and upper middle class retirees because that's where all the money was. It was the mass affluent. And, you know, the people that knew anything about anything had Wall Street, you know, brokers and agents that they had better deals with because they knew better. But for, you know, 95 percent of the population that don't fly private you know, they were stuck, you know, getting charged whatever Edward Jones wanted to charge. Yeah. So give us a look on the website, fireyourfinancialadvisor.com. There is a place there you can put a promo code and put in the word radio and you get it for 50% off. It's a completely different viewpoint of the financial industry. Maybe you've been frustrated with it. This book will back you up and show you why you're frustrated. And it will also show you there's a way out of this. And Greg can show you that as well at Golden Reserve. Give us a look on our website, which is getyourroadmap.com. We'll build that roadmap for retirement for you. These are the things that you're going to deal with in, in retirement. Yes, there's markets. We'll talk about market risk. We'll come to an agreement on where you want to be there. But what about taxes? And what is this costing you in fees? And what about things like long-term care? Things that a lot of people have a hard time talking about, Greg talks openly about and gives you solutions for. GetYourRoadmap.com is our website. You can also give us a call at 855-546-2074, 855-546-2074. We'll take a break, and when we come back, there are some money rules out there that are outdated, probably not working anymore. And if you're getting ready for retirement, you might believe one thing, but if you're in retirement, you see the realities. We'll talk about the difference between the two. Coming up next on Expedition Retirement. You know where to save 10 cents on gas, where the best deals are on salt for the driveway too. Retirees are amazing at finding deals, except when it comes to their actual retirement. We asked 100 retirees how much their financial advisor and investments cost each year, and 100 retirees didn't know. You see, the financial industry has made it so confusing that nobody can figure out what you're paying anymore for the most important financial decision of your life. Many retirees who come through our doors are paying over $10,000 a year in advisor and investment fees. That could be over a quarter of a million dollars over their retirement. 
At Golden Reserve, we're tired of hidden fees, so we created the Fee Filter. This tool shows you what you're paying your financial advisor and for your investments they sold you. To learn more about our fee filter and other retirement tools and how we can protect and guide you down Retirement Mountain, go to GetYourRoadmap.com. That's GetYourRoadmap.com. Welcome back to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler at Golden Reserve. Online, find us, getyourroadmap.com. We will build for you a roadmap for retirement. If you want something down on paper that you can follow and a group that's going to follow you along your retirement, that's what Golden Reserve does. Again, getyourroadmap.com. All right, Market Watch posted an interesting article. It says, money rules that are made to be broken. And the first one they throw up there is the one that Wall Street always has up there. Here's what you need. Here's your mix. 60% stocks, 40% bonds. The 60-40 portfolio, that's what you need. And according to MarketWatch, we're a little outdated on that, Greg. Stocks and bonds, stocks and bonds, <laughs> stocks and bonds, stocks and bonds. That's of course, right? <laughs> you know, that, that, shockingly, you need to be in the two things that they can charge 1% for. Mm -hmm. So how convenient for them that it remains their primary rule. You know, I, I just always say, if you, if you don't have access to all the assets, you kind of have to scratch your head and ask why. Mm -hmm. You know, why, why don't you have CDs or annuities or other assets in your blend? And, you know, there's usually a good reason why. I mean, at Gold Reserve, we use everything. Yeah. You know, there's no reason that we, we wouldn't use everything at our disposal if it's the right tool for retirement. And I think, you know, when you're charging 1%, that's just your world. It's just yeah. all investments. It's all, you know, hyperbole about the market. It's all about, you know, having your money work for you and performance and charts. And, and they're just lost in it at this point. It's quicksand. Another one that goes along with that is if you want to figure out what your portfolio should be, take your age and subtract it from 100. You'll see this all the time. So if you're 60 years old, 60% of your money should be safe. 40% of your money should be in the market. Well, if you do that for a 40-year-old, that means 40% of their money should be, you know, in safety. And it just doesn't make sense, Greg. It's, 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 it's not cookie cutter, and that's what they're wanting it to be. You know, this is the Warren Buffett rule, I believe. Uh, I think Warren says this, but I think he says it for retirees. I don't hate it for retirees, I guess, because it, it works out sometimes relatively close, whether that be luck or not, I don't know. But people in their 60s, 70s, or 80s, uh, if they use this rule, it, it feels okay. I, I would say that, you know, at the end of the day, you shouldn't use a number. You should use how you feel. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, for us, we, we, we remove the, the emotional kind of, magic behind it and just say, Hey, would you want to lose $300,000? Like, well, gosh, no. All right. Well, that's where you're at right now at 60, 40. If the market crashes. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, I only want to lose 50,000. Okay. Well, that means you need to be 80, 20, um, safe and a risk. Oh, okay. Let's do that. So, we, you know, the roadmap that we build kind of does the math for you, but actually attaches numbers to it so that you actually can know, Hey, here's how much you really would lose. And I think that's all people really want to know. Like I'm not comfortable losing a hundred thousand dollars, Greg. Okay. Well, you can't have all your money in the market and have all the upside and not have the downside. So you're going to have to have some compromising decisions that you and your spouse will need to talk to because at the end of the day, we can only tell you the numbers and what we think. It's really up to the client to decide how much risk they want in retirement. And, you know, they always ask for our guidance, Randy, but, you know, I, I tell people, does making 10% change your retirement? And they're like, well, no. And I'm like, well, how about losing 40%? Mm -hmm. well, yeah. All right, then what are we doing? Yeah. Then what are we doing? And and that that's, you know, the head scratcher for me. If we can almost guarantee principal protection and, and get you five percent returns, you know, what are we doing then? Let's just you know, I, I think you that's a safe fun bet where you're not checking the stock market ever again. Doesn't that sound good? To never have to log into the stock market every morning you wake up ever again. You know, that's what we're selling. And, and I think a lot of people are buying that. We're like, dude, I'm just over this. I can't, I can't be figuring out what meta is every morning. I'm, I'm tired of looking at it. And I'm tired of wondering what, you know, Pepsi's going to do. I just need to get out of this kind of hamster wheel. You're listening to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler. We're talking about, in this segment, money rules that don't really apply anymore. And I get the idea of pay off as many of your debts as you possibly can because that's a powerful position to be in in retirement. But we would always say pay off that mortgage. Well, Greg, you've talked about since interest rates have gone up and mortgage rates are gone up, if you've got a 2 or a 3 or a 4% mortgage, why? 
why not hold on to it? You're 100% right. And I think that's something that has changed dramatically in the last 12 months, right? How can it not, right? The interest rates have risen more than they've ever hit, risen in the history of the United States in such a short period of time. And, and when you're looking at the numbers, like it went from a liability to an asset. Mm -hmm. And people are like, what do you mean? Well, you know, it used to be, oh, shoot, I got to pay my mortgage. I got 2% mortgage. I got 3% mortgage on my home. I want to get it paid off so I don't have any debt. Well, it's now that you can get fixed income like returns that are in the fives or maybe even sixes, you'd be like, well, instead of using that extra money to pay off your mortgage, why don't you put it in one of those fixed and, you know, enjoy the difference. Yeah. So now I can get a 5% CD, I have a 2% mortgage. Well, I'm going to make 3% more a year versus me paying off my mortgage early. It doesn't make as much sense. And and that's a, that's a fun place to be, yeah. Randy. And, and, and we're encouraging people to do the math again. And if they can't do it, we do it for them to show them, hey, maybe it doesn't make sense to pay off your mortgage yet. And, and that's what happens when you have a sheepdog in your life, right, right, Randy? I mean, when people are walking with you, life changes. It's not just about picking stocks and bonds and, and you know, charging 1%. You know, you need people in your life that will do other things. And, and some of it's making those kind of evaluations. Just because you've saved a million dollars in your 401k doesn't mean you should take it and then pay off your mortgage right before you go into retirement. It's a discussion that needs to take place. And if that's on your mind, wanting to get debt-free, let's talk through it. There's good debt, there's bad debt. So let's talk through that one. All right, this is a survey I found very interesting from the people at Gallup, and they talked to people who are getting ready for retirement, asked them a question, and then they talked to the people who were in retirement, asked them the same question. Two different answers sometimes. The people who are getting ready for retirement, they said, how much do you think you're going to rely on Social Security for your income? And they said about 35% people getting ready for retirement. If you ask people in retirement, it's actually about 60%. So, Greg, do people rely too much on Social Security, or is that about the number that is common? Oh, man, I think it's all over the board. Okay. Some people view it, I mean, and I know in Ohio, people, some people view it as their fixed income, right? Like they view it as, hey, this is my spending money. This has to cover my fixed cost. And I, I go back and forth, obviously. We see the teachers, and you see people with pensions, and it really is a little bit of everything. But people, almost universally all, are banking on it to be some percentage of their retirement, right? Like, whether you think it's going to be all of it, a small portion of it, you know, Social Security is always going to be a factor. And, and when we talk about planning for it, you know, we just want to make sure people aren't overplaying their hand. I mean, there's only so much Social Security planning you can do. I know there's a lot of financial advisors out there that make that a huge part of their sales pitch. But once it's done and baked, it, it's not changing. Mm. So once you make those selections, it kind of is what it is. And you better hope that you have more, you know, a couple more, you know, I guess shells in the chamber to make it through retirement and have some other planning techniques because, you know, Social Security is important. And in, in our world, Randy, believe it or not, Social Security isn't an income thing. It's a tax thing. We actually encourage people to delay their Social Security as long as they're comfortable so that we can maximize tax savings when we detax their IRA. And that may sound confusing, but that's why we do our tax map. Our team of CPAs are always out there doing different things when it comes to planning for retirement, trying to get through uh, you know, what to take out, how much to take out, and, and, and at what rates will that push my income to. But that's why we have a team of CPAs, Randy. You know, th that's the whole goal here is to have a team to help you understand all of the risks. And people's IRA are their largest risk, Randy. People don't realize that, but their IRA is the largest liability they'll have in retirement. And they need a team of CPAs to help handle how to plan for it. And, you know, when we when we lay out our tax map, it shows you how much to take out each year to avoid the widows and kiddos penalty. And what people don't realize, uh, in addition to, you know, planning for this liability is that, you know, when a spouse passes, your tax rates get worse. And when you both pass, your tax rates get worse again because they go to your kids' working tax rates. They don't get your tax rates for that IRA, and they have to take it out over 10 short years. They don't get to stretch it over the course of their life anymore, and we call those the widows and kiddos penalties. And if we can get that money out of your name while you're not working with no income when you're retired before you turn on Social Security, it could be a real home run. All right, this last one here, it says 43% of pre-retirees thought they had saved enough to be comfortable in retirement. But when they ask the same people are in retirement, are you comfortable in your retirement? 77% of people said that they were comfortable. So there's a little bit of a scare tactic that we talk about all the time. You don't have enough. You don't have enough. You don't have enough. And then people get into retirement and they go, I do have enough. And that's a little bit of what that financial industry is doing to us. And you pointed it out in your book and in every show, Greg. 
Right, Randy. I mean, when you really think about it, their whole sales pitch is is front loaded. Mm -hmm. They want you to feel like without me, you're not going to make it through retirement and not run out of money. And when people start living retirement and they start seeing their accounts and they start seeing their money not even going backwards, they say, well, wait a second. Maybe I don't need all this mumbo jumbo or maybe, you know, this isn't nearly as scary as I thought it was going to be on the onset. And and at that point, you're probably already in their system and, and, and it's already you're already rocking and rolling. Right. They're already charging you. And those are the things that I think are concerning and a little scary, right? I mean, what, what if you're in a system where you're paying 2% fees, Randy? I know that sounds you know crazy, but it's not. There's a lot of people out there charging 1.75. I mean, Edelman charges 1.75. Fisher charges 1.5. Edward Jones charges 1.25 or 1.35 a year. And if you have a half a million bucks, I mean, shoot, you know, at 1%, you know, that's 5,000 a year. That's, you know, that, that could be, you know, you can do the math over the course of 10 years. That's 50 grand. Mm-hmm. You know, or or uh, over a course of a, a retirement, it's 150 grand. Double it if it's a million dollars. Or, gosh, what if it wasn't one percent? What if it was 1.75? And it just keeps growing and growing. And I think one of the things that get lost in in all of this salesmanship is what the heck are they charging me? And and I think that is you know a shame on the industry reality. Retirees have no idea what they're being charged both for their investments and for their advisors. So that's why we run the fee filter, Randy. We show people to the penny what they're paying their advisor fees and what they're paying in their investment fees and what that would cost them over the course of an entire retirement. Because I think most people hear 1%, they're like, oh, that's not a big deal. But they forget that that's going to happen every year for the next 30 years. And they should start asking, what am I getting for that? So let's talk about what you're going to get if you come to Golden Reserve as we kind of land the plane on the show today. We ask you to call in for that roadmap for retirement. Greg, the, the bullet points on this are the four big boulders that we talk about that you've got to avoid in retirement, market risk, taxes, fees, and long-term care. Let's just go through them real quickly here. Yeah, no problem. So every roadmap addresses these four risks, as Randy just mentioned. You know, the market flashlight's going to show you exactly what percentage of your assets are at risk in your current portfolio, i.e. things that could go backwards. Bonds can go backwards. Obviously, stocks and equities and mutual funds can go backwards. So we're going to lay out how, what percentage that is. And then we're going to turn around and also, you know, show you what that means in real dollars. How, what does that mean? It means, well, it means you could lose $375,000 this year. Does that scare you if 2022 happens again? Well, yeah, that, that scares the heck out of me. All right, well, let's do something about it. And then, you know, we go on and we, we do our fee filter that I just spoke about, right? How much are you paying your advisor and how much are you paying for your investments? And what's that going to cost you over the course of retirement? Do I have very expensive investments or do I have retirement optimized investments? Am I paying over market for my financial advice or am I paying, you know, a competitive rate? Or maybe I'm paying a flat fee instead of a percentage model. You know, these are things that get broken out in our fee filter. Then we have a tax map, which you heard me just you know talk about briefly, which the team of CPAs show you when and how much to take out of your IRA every year so that you minimize the money Uncle Sam gets. I know it sounds crazy, but the secret to beating Uncle Sam is to pay tax. And when we do it on our terms and not his, that's when you really can stick it to Uncle Sam and win. And then last but not least, we didn't get to talk about it today in detail, but the long-term care compass is when we sit down with our estate planning and elder care law attorneys and look at legal options, not just financial options, but legal options that help you navigate the largest risk of retirement, which is going in a nursing home, Randy. This is a huge risk that no one talks about that can be over $100,000 a year. Well, we're going to show you that it's not all about just buying more insurance or financial stuff. There's some cool legal asset protection trust out there that can be a big help for retirees to shield a lot of their assets from this huge huge, you know, devastating risk that is affecting a lot of people with all the Alzheimer's and dementia cases that we're seeing year in, year out with family members. And when we do all those four things, we get your assets protected from those four boulders. We do the retirement tent, Randy. That simply breaks out what you are spending each and every year, what you're receiving. And then we project it out over the course of your retirement to show you, hey, you're not going to run out of money. Spend some more money. That, you know, that, that's the whole idea. This is our permission slip. And we update it every year for each of our clients because it's that important. Give us a look at the website and let's get all of that going for you. Let's get the whole team from Golden Reserve working on your retirement. And all you have to do is go to getyourroadmap.com. Pretty simple. Getyourroadmap.com. We'll ask you to put in a little information there and our team will reach out to you. You can also give us a call. 855-546-2074. 855-546-2074. We hope you do. We hope you'll join us next time here on Expedition Retirement. Thanks for listening to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler. 
To learn more about getting the help you need to and through retirement, go to getyourroadmap.com. Investment advisory services offered only through investment advisory representatives at Golden Reserve RAA LLC, a registered investment advisor. Gregory Ayler does not provide investment advisory services nor insurance and annuity products. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed are not designed nor intended to be applicable to any person's individual circumstances. It should not be considered as investment advice, nor does it constitute a recommendation that anyone engage in or refrain from a particular course of action. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Golden Reserve is licensed in your state, please contact their office. Golden Reserve RAA LLC, Golden Reserve LLC, Golden Reserve Tax LLC, and Ayler Stallings LLC are not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. Legal services offered by Ayler Stallings LLC, tax services offered through Golden Reserve Tax LLC. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through licensed professionals at Golden Reserve LLC, NPN number 1655411 